gentlemen, uh, welcome to an all-new, brand-new Russell Wortham Show coming to you live, commercial-free, from my super-secret Batcave. Folks, we're back, and back in the middle of greatness. Holy smokes, what a week. What a week, what a week, what a week. We have a lot to get through. Uh, so, uh, if you're new to if you're new to the show, uh, very grateful that uh, y'all could uh, join me. This is your one stop shop as far as everything WWE, and so if you love WWE, if you love wrestling just in general, stay a while, kick your feet up, get something to drink. We're going to have a good time uh, with this show. So, a bit of a roadmap uh, for, again, uh, both the people that are just new to the show and for the people that are regulars to the show. So, we start off with the introduction. I basically uh, do an opening monologue about just random stuff uh, that's going on. Uh, in my life or just in wrestling. And then we go to the the, uh, the news from the good folks over at Cultaholic. Very grateful for their uh, news and for their reporting. And then uh, we uh, switch it up and we go to the Wrestling Rewind. It's everything that happened the previous week in wrestling. I usually try to uh, work from a a week behind, if that makes sense. And then, if there is a pay-per-view or a special event or whatever the heck they're calling it these days, uh, I will talk about that in the main event now. We do have a couple of very, very brand new segments, but we will get to those in due course, in due time. Don't you worry. But let's just start off with uh, WWE and uh, this really weird uh, just rash of name changes that they uh, thought that they needed to have for a while now. And it's weird because... And I'm willing to split the difference. I'm willing to split some hairs here. Vince McMahon, when he was on with Pat McAfee, and this was weeks ago, and during the course of the interview... Uh, Vince said, mental health is important. You cannot and should not be expected to be your character 24-7. You can't live the gimmick 24-7. It's not good for your mental health. Now, this is coming off of uh, both Sasha Banks uh, and, and Bailey being on Stone Cold's show and for Sasha, Mercedes, uh, saying, 
You want to know why I was gone for months? You want to know why I was gone? Two reasons. One, I was quite literally losing who I was. I I, I mean, think about that. She said, and I'm probably going to get the the time frame wrong, so I I apologize in advance. But she said something uh, along the lines of, I didn't hear my name, Mercedes, right, for seven years straight, I think it was. That is pretty wild. That's pretty insane that you are that deep undercover, that you are that into your character, uh, that you don't hear your name, your actual real name, for seven years. That's pretty insane. Uh, Now, Vince said, look, you cannot be that character for 24-7. It is not good for your mental health. You need to be yourself. You know, you need to be yourself. Now, here's where I'm splitting hairs. Maybe, maybe Vince was saying, well, we are going to change your name. Okay, we're going to take uh, whatever name you've been using and we're going to change it, but we only expect you to be that person, that character, when you're at the arena, when you're at the stadium, um, so for three, four hours. The, the other 20 hours of the day, we don't want you to play this character, but for the three or four hours that you're here, then yes, we need you to be in character. And that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Um, you go to any uh, amusement park, right? Fill in the blank amusement park. You have characters, right? That will uh, be that character for eight hours straight. I mean, you have to stay in character for eight hours a day. I, I mean, that takes its toll on people. That, that that really does. Um, and you have to be on. I mean, that's the other thing. You, you go to some of these amusement, uh, amusement parks, right? And, I mean, you can't have a bad day. You can't have an off day. You have to be up and in character and on point every single day. It's it's grueling. I I don't know how how anybody you know can can do that. To be honest, uh, in in my former life, right, I was essentially the first person that people saw, uh, and yeah, I I had my crap days, and it showed. If I had good days, if I had bad days, if I had decent days, whatever, I had to just basically say, I'm here, I'm here. And, uh, you know, so you had to be on. And I had to be on for 11 years. It, it, was, it was tough, not going to lie. But I digress. What's my point? My point is Vince McMahon 
I think, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm splitting hairs. I'm splitting hairs saying, look, we're going to have all these names that we're going to start calling you by, but we don't expect you to be that character 24-7. That's not reasonable. Now, on to some of the names that I'm just like, I'm just shaking my head at. Uh, one is going back a little ways. And and they shortened, oh my gosh. They had a really bad habit of shortening names, right? It wasn't, I mean, for, for the longest time, for the longest time, it was... Alexander Rusev. I mean, that's kind of a bad A name. Not not gonna lie. But then they said, no, we're gonna just shorten it to Rusev. Okay, that's so kind of a bad A thing. Oh, okay. And then it was uh, Mustafa Ali, and they said, mm, we're just gonna call you Ali. I'm like, uh, I mean, guess Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is a bad A name. I mean, that's a name brand name. He was in MMA, uh, one of the baddest uh, wrestlers on on the planet. Uh, but now he's just Riddle. What? I, what? That makes no sense. Um, and 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 the two that uh, just I'm I'm just shaking my head at right now because it just feels like, well, oh actually three the 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 three that I'm just shaking my head at because I'm like what the freak. Um, Gunther, all right, that's not Gunther, that's Walter, okay, Walter, again, bad A name, Gunther, that's the poor schlup that got his heart broken by Jennifer Aniston on Friends, I mean, so let's just not, ah, that just, that, that bugs me, and when Walter, and I will keep saying Walter, when Walter was on SmackDown, he, uh, you know, he uh, he came out, he beat some enhancement talent uh, in like, you know, three minutes, something, something crazy. And uh, people were chanting Walter, and God bless him, God bless him. I know that he's doing his job, but Pat McAfee was like, oh my gosh, a Gunther chant is going throughout the arena. I'm like, no, Patrick. No, Patrick. It's Walter. They're chanting Walter. So I, I just, ugh, I don't know. Uh, next up is uh, the former. Kaylee Ray. Now, that's her actual name. She she kind of broke it up. 
but that's her actual name, Kaylee Ray. That's her name. That is her, honest to goodness, real name. That is her name, Kaylee Ray. That that has, I mean, again, bad A name. There is marketability. There is equity in that name. People have known Kaylee Ray for a long time now. On uh, you know the other side of the pond, certainly now that she's over here, people know about Kaylee Ray. What are they going to change it to? Alba Fire. F-Y-R-E. Alba Fire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And God bless him. God bless him. Um, uh, uh, Jim Cornette on his show said, well, doesn't, doesn't that mean Scottish fire? So that, that, that's, that's, that's kind of cool. That's, that's, that's okay. And I looked it up and I, I thought, well, d does that mean Scottish fire? No, no. Alba is just Alba and then fire. And they, they, you know, did a weird spelling on it because they were trying to be cool or edgy or I don't know what the heck. Um, and I'm like, all right, that's just, mm, that's just kind of grating on me. Um, but then the other one that I just, I was just shaking my head at that I was just like, Okay, so let me get this straight. You're going to just completely take away any part of their name, and that's Raquel Gonzalez. Now her name is Raquel Rodriguez. Her last name's Gonzalez, folks. I mean, that's her honest to goodness last name is Gonzalez. It's actually uh, Victoria Gonzalez. The out, th that is a bad A name. Victoria Gonzalez. Holy jeez. If I heard Victoria Gonzalez, I'd be like, all right, all right, let's do this. But I digress. It, she, she, she came in as Raquel Gonzalez. Okay, fine. That's, that's, that's fine. But then... Now, now, they're switching it up and saying, oh, no, 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 sorry, you're Raquel Rodriguez on the main roster. So you're just taking away their names just completely because you just don't like it. And I get it. It's marketability. I get it. But man, I, I and, and I could probably come up with some other examples, but I I just I don't I don't like that they're changing names. And and other people are saying the same thing online. So it, it's not just me. Other people on social media are saying the same thing. Uh, they don't like names being changed and rearranged and mucked around with and it just it's it's pretty crazy right so uh that is the introduction
uh, give me just a uh, just a bit. Uh, but I will be back with the news from the good folks over at Cultahawk, and we will be right back. Folks, we are back with the news courtesy. The good folks uh, over at Cultaholic. So, uh, we uh, start off this week uh, with the ever-present Aiden Gibbons. And uh, this is a World of Darkness match set for... Uh, NXT UK. Um, so I'll just read this. Um, it was uh, announced uh, on a Thursday show uh, that uh, Mako Satamora will defend the uh, NXT UK Women's Championship in two weeks against Isla Dawn in a World of Darkness match. Uh, what exactly... A World of Darkness match isn't clear, but uh, the contest was taped um, on uh, April 20th uh, at the BT Sports Studios in London and suggests it won't be um, a... uh, or which suggests it won't be a cinematic uh, encounter. Satamora previously defeated... Uh, Don on uh, March 24th. Uh, but um, the uh, defeated challenger stole the championship uh, after the match. Final Boss only got the title back last week after she agreed to rematch with uh, Don. And the 28-year-old uh, spit back uh, Black Mist uh, into the champion's uh, face after the title match was booked. Sam Mora has been uh, the uh, champion uh, since June of last year. And so that is pretty crazy. Now, what's a World of Darkness match? I, I hope it's not a, you know, you know, street fight or, you know, uh, no-holds-bards match or a hardcore match, whatever you want to call it, and they just, you know, put some some scary stuff around the ring, like, ooh, this is scary. I, I hope they don't do that. I, I hope that uh, they, uh, meaning WWE, I hope that they will uh, essentially back off uh, of that. And if you're not going to do a cinematic match, which is fine, that's, 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 their, that's their prerogative, then, uh, you know, at the very least, at the very least, um, go out and 
actually try to uh, have, you know, a, a match. Kind of like, look, if you want to do like a, like a casket match, I, those those are pretty cool. You want to do like a Hell in a Cell type thing. That's kind of a cool concept. Uh, so, I don't know what, what they're going to do. Um, so, let's see if I can pick out one more. Um, one more. Um, and that is... Oh, this goes back to the the introduction. This is also from the ever-present Aiden Gibbons. And uh, this was done actually yesterday. Uh, so Raquel, or WWE, uh, has told uh, Raquel Rodriguez uh, to smile more following her main roster call-up. And, uh, while well, that's loading, here we go. So, um, Vince McMahon wants to see those pearly whites. <laughs> a common request from Vince McMahon is for baby faces to smile more on WWE TV, uh, with Braun Breaker, Ronda Rousey, both being told to show off their teeth this year. Uh, that was also the case for Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, the new SmackDown talent uh, revealed on uh, Busted Open Radio that uh, she was asked to smile uh, instead of being uh, an, quote, intimidating bad mother trucker. All right. Uh, this is a quote from her. Uh, when I first started the Performance Center, a lot of coaches like uh, Matt Bloom, Albert, uh, uh, always uh, got mad at me for constantly walking around the PC, no cameras, and were smiling. He's like, you have to learn how to stop smiling. You got to uh, stop smiling and be intimidating. I get so excited about being in this position because it's something I've always wanted and I sacrificed and worked hard for it. I can't help but smile, Rodriguez said. Um, coming up to SmackDown, um, I was fully ready not to smile and uh, be this intimidating bad mother trucker <laughs> and put that on screen. But uh, the thing they asked me uh, from me was to smile. At this point, uh, I feel so comfortable uh, doing both. I can talk to you, look at you, and smile, and tell you how excited I am, but definitely uh, think that if you say anything that is against what I believe, I will bust uh, through the screen, and I will find you, end quote. Since debuting SmackDown following WrestleMania 38, Rodriguez has appeared backstage interviews, and recently uh, interacted with Natty Knight Hurt Wilson on Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, all right, all right, okay. I, 
if if that's what Raquel wanted, if if Raquel was told, hey, you got to smile more, and she said, okay, yeah, 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 I, I, I'm 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 good with that. Okay, I, th- th- then I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say, you know, anything, um, I guess, bad about it. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say anything bad about it. Um, but it's it's just kind of interesting that uh, Vince is telling, you know, all these bad days, hey, you gotta smile, hey, you gotta smile. And I'm thinking, I get what you're saying. I, I, I do. But you gotta let them be who they are. If they're not happy, smiley people in the real world, then don't expect them to be happy, smiley people, you know, inside the ring. I think what they're trying to do is I think that they're trying to have some continuity because uh, Big Show, Paul White, um, the standing joke was, uh, you know, I had to uh, check every day to see whether I was smiling or I was frowning at people. Uh, and and they, they changed his character. I mean, they, they, they went back and forth as far as, oh, you're a baby face. No, you're a heel. No, you're a baby face. No, you're a heel. And it's just, it, it got to being too much. So I appreciate WWE saying, no, let's have the good guys, the baby faces be happy, smiley, positive, all that. Of the heels being all, you know, uh, you know scowly and, and, and all that. So I get it. I, you know, I do. But, so I, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Raquel is now going back to what she really wanted to do originally on, you know, NXT. And, and that was to be, you know, happy and to be smiley and, you know, and all that. So, uh, very, very, uh, glad to hear that that worked out. Right. So that is the, uh, news from the good folks over at Cultahawk. We will be right back with the Wrestling Rewind and then We will debut two brand new segments and we will close up shop for the week. So do not go anywhere. All right, folks, we are back with the wrestling rewind. This is where we go uh, through the previous week in WWE and I give you my thoughts about everything that happened on Raw, NXT, NXT UK, and SmackDown. Right, so a lot to get through. Let's just plow on through. So we start off with Raw. I loved the Miz TV between 
Miz and Cody Rhodes. Uh, I love how they were interacting with each other of, you know, Miz trying to say, you know, you, you know, yes, you're a big deal, but you're not as big a deal as I am and all that. And Cody's saying, hey, you haven't changed one bit. You're still narcissistic and uh, bombastic and self-centered and all this other stuff. And Mike, Mike, to his credit, was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. So I thought that was fun. I love how Cody is kind of tweaking things where he's saying, you know, uh, belt instead of title or wrestler instead of uh, sports entertainer. And, you know, I think, I think he can get away with that because I think, and look, I, I have, I have zero, I have zero uh, knowledge of this, but it, it would just seem to me like Cody Rhodes, uh, sorry, <laughs> it would seem like uh, Cody Rhodes was pretty much told, hey, you know what, let's just have you be you, you went, you did your thing for six years, you became the biggest star on the freaking planet, uh, so let's have you come back, let's, let's have you basically tell your story um i i thought that was pretty brilliant um next up uh was uh aj styles versus damian priest it was good but it was short and the blue light and poof we're done i mean it was so weird um damian priest was in trouble and he gets down on his knees and he looks up to the heavens and then all of a sudden there's the blue light and then he he makes this really angry, you know, I'm scary face and and I'm like, okay, I okay, supernatural. That's what I'm talking about. You know, you, you know, you you know, you get in trouble and then you see the light and then it's like, okay, and you just switch character and you're like more aggressive or, 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 you know, whatever. That's what I was kind of hoping for. Problem? You know, they didn't continue with the match. It was just like, all right, man, we're done. And AJ's like, now wait a bleeping moment. I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you one bit. Uh, next up. <clears throat> was Cody Rhodes versus uh, The Miz. It's still bizarre to see Cody back in WWE, especially with his, uh, essentially his AEW uh, entrance and the music and the whole thing. It, it's kind of bizarre, but I mean, it's cool. Um, <laughs> early on in the match, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Cody Rhodes... Was doing push-ups next to uh, the Miz uh, when the Miz was was on the mat, and I'm like, that's kind of a heel-ish move to do. I get it, I I get it, but that was kind of a heel-ish moment. 
Um, speaking of uh, names, uh, proper names, where's some socks, Kobe? Good Lord, did you see this? Kobe comes out, you know, and he gets this huge pop like, like he usually does, and he saunters down to the ring, and he, he gets on the commentary, and he kicks his feet up on the on the desk and see that he's not wearing socks. I'm like, I mean, like, if you don't want to wear socks, that's fine. That's okay. But it just, I don't know, it just, it just looked weird. So, yeah, that's just kind of a quirk of mine, I suppose. <laughs> um... It was great selling by Cody with, you know, being in the figure four. Um, now, this was something that really bugged me. After basically everything that Cody did, or almost everything that Cody did, shot back to Colby, and he was making faces. And then they go back to the ring, and then they go back to Colby, and he was making more faces. And it was back and forth, and I'm like... I get it. I get that we are in a storyline between those two. But we don't need a cutaway to Colby after every single move. That just mm, that just drove me crazy because I'm like, the action is in the ring. Okay. If you want to do, like, every once in a while, do, like, reaction shots, that's fine. That's That's fine. But WWE has this really bad habit of either not focusing on the action and they're just focused on whoever whoever they're uh, talking to at the announce table uh, or they do cutaway shots. Like, oh, this happened? Oh, this person reacts like this. Okay, this person happens... Or the, this thing happens in the ring, person reacts like this. I mean, it was, it, it it's something that drives me up a wall. I'm thinking the action is inside the ring. You want to get some reaction shots? That's fine. That's fine. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, moving on, Bianca versus Zelina was very short. I mean, just very, very short. Bianca is just awesome in the ring. Um, she she is the ESC. I mean, she is crushing it right now. Um, and I really think she can hold the title for quite a while. Uh, person that I did not expect to see uh, step up to the plate was Sonia Deville. Uh, Sonia, um, uh, being the next up was a great idea. Um, it's, it's, it's new, it's fresh. Uh, Sonia has this really cool gimmick of, you know, I'm, I'm an executive, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a backstage authority figure, but when I take my jacket off, that's when I'm 
a wrestler. That's when I'm going to business out in the ring. I, I, that, that is a, mm, I love, I love, I love, I love Sonia Deville's character. Ugh, is, is so good. So that is going to be a heck of a match down the road. Uh, American Alpha versus Archie Bro. Well, we've seen it. We've, we've seen it. It's, it's just old hat. We've seen it. Uh, the Usos versus the Street Profits. That was a fun match. That really was. Um, I'll say it. The Usos are the best tag team on this planet. I, I said it. <laughs> better than the Bucks. Better than um, some of these other you know tag teams that you know you, you want to say. The Usos are the best tag team on this planet right now. Now, uh, Cody Rhodes was on SmackDown, um, and this was, uh, you know, a bit ago, but he was uh, apparently backstage at SmackDown. He didn't uh, go out to the ring, which I thought was smart, which I thought was smart, but uh, the Usos, when uh, they attacked, Shinsuke Nakamura and hit him with the the double, uh, you know the double super kicks, and Pat McAfee was saying it's a super kick party, and I I I just about died. I just about pops. I was like, oh gosh, that's got to get under the bug skin, uh, because I'm sure that Cody, um fed that line it's like hey Vince watch this hey Pat call this call us the super kick party it's fine and he's like alright and the way they went I thought it was, I thought that was brilliant now would I love to see the Usos versus the Young Bucks yes F- freak yes heck yes uh, AEW is doing a uh, show, a, a pay-per-view um, coming up uh, called The Forbidden Door. Uh, it's essentially AEW talent versus New Japan talent. Um, so we won't get to see WWE versus AEW, but Boy, dang, howdy, I want to see, I want to see the Usos versus the Young Bucks. That is the biggest match in the history of tag teams. I'm sorry, that is the biggest match. That is the biggest match. Yes, 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 I know. The Steiners versus Legion of Doom, World Warriors, back in the day, three years ago, that was huge. And it was, it absolutely was. But in terms of right now, the two best teams on the planet are in different uh, companies. We've got to find a way to basically get the Usos and the Young Bucks together because, geez, that would be that would be absolutely amazing. Right. Um, next up. 
you had the four tag teams um, basically represented. So if I had if I had ranked the tag teams right now in WWE, it'd be the Usos, it'd be RK Bro, it'd be the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy down at the bottom. So it makes sense to combine the titles because you only have four working tag teams right now. Uh, moving on to NXT, it was a hot crowd as always. You had uh, Solo Sokoa versus Cameron Grimes. Both were just totally over. Um, so why exactly are they facing each other? If, if they don't like doing face versus face matches, I don't know why they're facing each other. I love the part, and I, I, I didn't get it at, you know, at that second, but, I, you know, after I saw it, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Cameron Grimes put out his arm, and he kind of tapped as as veins, you know, and then he pointed to his backside, so essentially was, what uh, Cameron Grimes was saying uh, was, hey, the bloodline can kiss my backside. And I'm like, oh, oh, that was, that was, that was good. That was good. Um, there was that running Spanish fly slash suplex. Uh, that was just sick to watch. Great match. Love the match. Next up, Joe Gacy. Uh, he is in front of a burn barrel and you know he uh, was talking to Braun Breaker apparently Joe had uh, attacked uh, uh, Rick Siner Braun's dad and he was saying um <coughs> sorry uh, got a, got a fly in the bat cave. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, <clears throat> so, you had, <clears throat> uh, Joe, uh, Gacy attack, uh, Rick Steiner, and I thought that was just really good touch of, uh, Braun coming out and saying, Get your backside out here right now. And Joe had uh, Rick's Hall of Fame ring and said, you know, uh, I know how to get what I want. And he drops the, the ring in the uh, burn barrel. And it, it starts to melt. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, oh, that's that's good. That's that's psychology right there. That's good. Um I think that Joe Gacy is the next great psychological character. I just I just do. Um Next up uh, was uh, Mandy uh, Rose versus Dakota Kai. Dakota was aggressive. I'm tired though of the gang slash cheat trope. With you know, toxic attraction, uh, uh, 
you know, uh, interfering and, and trying to uh, trip up uh, Dakota Kai. And I, it's just a tired trope. Cora Jade is Bailey 2.0, and I mean that in a very good way. She is so infectious. She has a, a love for the business. She knows that she's young, but she is just on point with her promos, with her look, um, is, is so refreshing. Um, it's Natty Nightheart Wilson, folks. <laughs> Natty Nightheart Wilson comes down the ring, says, um, you know what? I, I respect you. I, I, I respect everything, but you know what? This is, this is, this is still my time. This is still my turf. And she attacked Cora. And, um, I, I thought that was just brilliant. Uh, and then I love that they had the tag team gauntlet match on the fly. Um, the Creeds went through four uh, teams before finally uh, just running out of gas and Pretty Deadly comes over from the UK and Pretty Deadly are your new NXT Tag Team Champions. I, what I think happened with Pretty Deadly, and I, I could be wrong, but what I think happened was that Pretty Deadly was starting to get over in the uh in the UK as kind of sort of tweener baby face good guy type type wrestlers and so i think WWE was like no we've got to we got to get you out of that situation put you in a situation where you're back to being you know heels and so I think that's that's what happened with that. Uh, next up, NXT uh, UK. Uh, Gallus is imploding. Uh, the coffee boys are at each other's throats. Uh, so, I mean, I really want to see uh, who is the better uh, the better uh, brother, uh, Mark or Joe Coffee. That is going to be a money money match. Uh, Mako, like I said, without the title, just looked weird. And it just was this week of proposals of like, you know, I'll give you back this ring, but you got to give me a match. Or I'll give you back the title, but you got to give me a match. And I'm thinking, okay, that that was kind of telegraphed, but... You know, I, I, I really I, I really thought that was that was a good way to move uh the um the plot lines along. Finally in the wrestling rewind is SmackDown. You had twenty five ish minutes up front with promos. Um and and that's starting to become the new tag team trope. What I mean by that is back in the day uh without fail 
you had four just random people getting in, into a fight, and then uh, Teddy Long comes out and says, "We're gonna we're gonna have a tag team match," like every single week, every single week, and they spent the first twenty five minutes just talking. I'm like, I I love promos. I love promos. But you have to A feel the promo, but B, don't overdo it. Don't don't say, oh yeah, 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 we're 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 going to do this, we're going to do this, and then you just kind of you know, you just kind of let it um let it kind of fester there. It just doesn't do any good. So I don't know. I, I, I wish they wouldn't have had 25 minutes worth of talking up front, but that's just me. Um, so you had a great match between Rhea and Naomi. Um, and that led to this past Monday where it was Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks, and so we will talk about that next week. Um, but that was that was a good match. There was more talking, and then uh, Los Latharios, um they went up against Madcap Moss. I wish they would just change the character right now. Just. You know, either change him back to Riddick Moss, or I don't, I don't know. Um, but at any rate, uh, so Los Lotharios uh, lost, and they started shoving each other, and uh, so that tag team is not long for the world. Drew Gulak inter- uh, interviewing Charlotte was um, interesting. Uh, he got into, you know, figure four, and he sold the darn thing like it was going out of style. Um, I was just like, okay, that's mm, that was just kind of a weird segment. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn, it was kind of squashy to be honest. I mean, they're like, yeah, we're we're going to move. Uh, Drew quickly passed, you know, uh, Happy Corbin and Sami Zayn, and I think they're trying to build them back up for SummerSlam uh, to get back into uh, the ring uh, and to possibly win the WWE Universal Championship. But we'll we'll see what happens. I love how WWE is finally, finally telling Lacey's story. Uh, Lacey Evans uh, came back just uh, you know a bit ago, and they're having her do these backstage uh, promos, talking about her life, talking about how she got into uh, WWE, basically humanizing her, taking away the whole Southern Belle you know gimmick. Stripping it down, saying, no, this is Lacey Evans, the person. I really like that. Um, 
this is what they tried to do towards the end of her run, uh, her first run with, with WWE, but then they they just scrapped it and said, screw it, go back to being the Southern Belle. And she's like, all right. And so I'm glad that they're letting Lacey Evans uh, just basically be let Lacey Evans. Uh, she's got an intriguing story. It is one of perseverance, of just really uh, not giving up. And I really, really appreciate what they're doing with, with Lacey Ray at the moment. Uh, and finally, there was another standoff between Arcade Bro and the Usos. And I'm thinking, okay, look, we know you're going to try to unify the tag titles. When is that going to happen? How is that going to happen? Is that going to happen at WrestleMania Backlash? Is it going to happen at SummerSlam? I mean, uh, how long are they going to keep the, the tag teams in limbo? Right. So that is uh, the... Uh, wrestling Rewind for the week. I will be back. And again, we will be debuting two brand new segments. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Thank you. All right, folks, we're back. And the thank you is our very new segment, first new segment, I should say, uh, of the show. It's where I basically uh, share my thank yous for uh, the week for everybody that has anything to do with the show. First of all, thank you to every one of y'all that are listening. Uh, It's very, very um, grateful and, and gratifying for me to... Uh, be here on a weekly basis. Uh, as uh, I've said, I'm in 20 different countries, and I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful for the love and the support uh, that y'all have shown me since I started this show. Um, very grateful. So, if you love the show, if you uh, think the show is, 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 you know, just a really good uh, way to get through your week, pass it along. Talk, talk to your friends, talk to your neighbors, talk to whoever you need to. Let's get this thing growing a little bit more. Uh, so I'm very grateful to all y'all for, for listening. Very grateful to be a part of the OneStopWrestling.com family. Uh, OneStopWrestling.com. It is literally your one-stop shop for everything wrestling. And I mean everything. There are podcasts. And podcasts, uh, like myself, do uh, WWE. You've got the Queen's Takeover podcast. Those ladies are killing it. Holy smokes. I was on with them... Uh, at, uh, well, 
this past year with uh, Money in the Bank, and uh, I was very, very grateful to uh, be a part of uh, their wrap-up show after Money in the Bank. Um, So they are killing it. We've got uh, YouTube channels, AEW, New Japan, whatever your fancy is, go to onestopwrestling.com. You will not be disappointed. There is also a uh, blog uh, slash uh, article section. We have a brand new uh, magazine that y'all can order uh, from onestopwrestling.com. So go to onestopwrestling.com and you, again, you will be in wrestling heaven. Next up on the thank you train is the good folks over at Cultaholic for the use of uh, their uh, news and their articles. Uh, Very grateful for everybody, and I mean everybody that works at Cultaholic uh, for their love and their dedication to professional wrestling. And so that is your round of, of thank yous. Oh, one more. I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, got one more thank you, and that is to EnvatoElements.com. It is everything you need for uh, presentations, projects, podcasts, YouTube channels. Anything that you need in terms of multimedia Go to NvatoElements.com. You will need to pay for a subscription. But it is well worth your money. You can either pay uh, one time for the entire year, like I did. Or, if you need, you can also pay month to month. It is super easy to set up. And once you do, holy smokes, you have... Just about every sound effect, uh, clip, picture, music, uh, whatever you need, it is all right there at EnvatoElements.com. I will spell that out for you, E-N-V-A-T-O, Elements.com. So, I want to say a very special thank you to them as well. Right, one final segment and then we will be done for the week all right folks we are back with the final new segment for the show and that is simply called the weekly promo uh basically i will say essentially what i think a wrestler uh, either could or should have said uh in their uh previous promo and so we start off with cody rhodes And so this is essentially what I would have said to 
Mike Mizanin. Uh, hey, Mike. You know, it's great being back here, WWE. This is a hot crowd. And very, very uh, excited to uh, be back. But, man, you have not changed one bit. I mean, physically, character-wise, you're just Mike Mizanin. I, I don't know how else to put it. I, I mean, think about this. Think, think about this, Mike. You're basically chiding me for going around the world and not being in the uh, quote-unquote big time. Well, guess what? In the last six years, I've been to Japan. I've been a part of one of the most iconic groups in the history of this business. I've been to the UK. I've won championships everywhere I go. Oh, and by the way, I helped to start up a little company down in Florida, wink. Now, what have you done, Mike? What have you done in the last six years? Uh, lose, lose. Uh, maybe you win a championship, but then quickly lose that championship. Have a, uh, rally show, but now that's pretty much over. So, again, Mike, I've, I've done so much. You, you're just Mike. And that's what I was <laughs> essentially said if I were Cody Rhodes. But that's uh, that's that. I will be back next week, folks, and uh, we will continue to talk about everything WWE. So until I see you guys next week, this is Russell Wortham. And just like the Beatles sang all those many, many years ago, love is all you need. I will see you guys next week.